Hey guys, welcome to the Checkpoint Africa podcast. My name is Manuel. I'm Shim Gazri. And I'm Balu. My name is Oganyarumo. Yeah, Oganyarumo. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thank you After so much. It's a pleasure After to have so you. so much blackmail. For blessing us with your presence. Okay, so if, in case you're listening, on uh, Oganyarumo. Please don't murder my name. This, we, we this call, afternoon, we call this hot afternoon. We call her on a man internally. She joined us today after much dragging and she is usually our producer who we keep making reference to so uh welcome once again on the thank you it's a pleasure yeah so <laughs> how are we doing uh I'm, I'm not doing so good i'm not doing so good uh, i guess he's a well let's let's hear from jingle's room first <laughs> <laughs> why will we hear from jingle's room first i wanted to say it's a general thing as you can see, I'm good. I'm good. As usual. It's, yeah, as usual. Mm. Yeah, mm, it's just just another reminder of what it what it takes to be a Nigerian, what it takes to be in Africa. Mm. It's been happening. Well, sometimes you have to ask yourself a lot of questions, a lot of questions. But yeah. in the midst of all these questions you're asking yourself, you just have to realize that you just have to keep building, have to keep doing what you're doing. And once in a while, you begin to see silver linings in the sky. I mean, there's a startup that is trying to bring that into <laughs> trying to bring that into a reality, right? Mm. A silver lining or a zip lining <laughs> in the sky. <laughs> nice yeah. one, nice one. Yeah. So what's going don't on there? Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Mm. So um, on Friday, June third. Zipline, they announced that they'll be launching a, they'll be launching in Nigeria with their first center in Kaduna. So Zipline is a is a startup that provides like drone delivery services to businesses. <coughs> and um, previously they were working in just Rwanda and Ghana, mm. Rwanda, Ghana, Kaduna. Well. Yeah, so they were, they were working in Rwanda and Ghana before now, and they were just like providing drone delivery services, so people could use they uh, you could use them to deliver stuff like medical supplies, um, farm supplies. So in in Rwanda, for example, they've recently started helping farmers to get products. So for artificial insemination, for example, they help farmers get that. So. They are launching in Kaduna and... Sorry, they, did you say artificial insemination? Yes. So probably the, would I say the frozen sperm or something. Okay. So it's usually stored under a certain um, temperature. temperature. And okay. they probably deliver it from where it's it's stored to the farmers who actually need it. Oh, cool. So the way it works is they, they just, they have like centers. Well, I call it some, something that looks like an airport or functions sort of like an airport and then they just pick it from wherever they are going off and then they drop it with a parachute to where it would be received. So it's it's interesting to know that they are launching in Kaduna. So like we were talking about earlier, the the whole the whole tragedy over the weekend. <clears throat> this is like when such when such things happen, you need blood. And um, currently, we just have very inefficient methods of getting that. If mm-hmm. if someone needs blood, you probably need 
um, family members to rally around friends to just rally around i think last year i saw someone on twitter whose relative was um, the person was in the hospital needed blood transfusion and they just couldn't get anybody to do that and they had to come on twitter to ask for donors on twitter so yeah that's like one use case for what zipline is yeah. doing so so far they are they're going to be serving an area of 8000 square miles and they'll be employing about 25 people and over the next few months they plan to launch in two other locations in Nigeria um they're planning to launch in Bayosa state they're also planning to launch in Cross River state so yeah that's like that's the news so mm, interesting so how fast are the drones Okay so the drones travel at about 150 miles per hour and wow. um considering that most of the areas that they serve are okay so you're launching in Kaduna and you already know the issue with road travel mm. so there are bad roads which means that if you take the traditional delivery route mm. of um a logistic company doing all of that probably using a delivery bike or stuff it's probably going to take a while then in addition to bad roads there there's still the issue of insecurity hmm. so the the bike riders or whoever is in charge could be kidnapped on the road hmm. so this is like is very very i think this is this is very important because for like a very long time people have been talking about alternative um delivery sources in africa especially in areas where we have terrible roads so people keep on saying for for logistics to work very well you need good roads you need good infrastructure and it, since the infrastructure is not coming up to speed then perhaps people can just find ways to leapfrog the infrastructure so yeah they say it's about 30 minutes faster than alternatives okay. so yeah you can get your supplies in a very very short period of time without loss of lives or property okay uh Right. So, about the weekend, I think I saw it with I can't remember whether it was a joke or a meme or something. But this police department in that US or I can't remember. They they're having a fight with some a gang and they're using drones to fight. So, the police will send drones the <laughs> and the police send drones the gang shoots the drones down the gang okay. sends their drone the police shoots the drone down and all of that and at the end of the tweet the person says that the police department says it's the most fun they've had in years <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so so away from that what what happens when headsmen or whoever it is that is carrying out this attack decides to attack the drones what happens then because there's no way like you can't arm these drones to shoot down except they except they can do that, they, that sounds they interesting okay no. uh, in in practice they can actually arm drones but yeah. i don't think you can do that mm. legally <laughs> yes. understand it's only the army or any registered law enforcement that has That's the right to right. arm drones and yes they can arm drones <laughs> <laughs> but then zipline says that their drones fly high enough to be out of sight So they go very high so even if yeah they they would run into such um dangers but because they fly very high it's going to be a bit harder because I don't want to say impossible it's going to be a bit harder to shoot them down mm-hmm. and then like um the VP the SVP 
was saying in the chat with cards he said even if you let's say worst case scenario you like shoot them down you can't really use it for anything it's practically useless to you it's not like you can do anything with it so yeah it's a legitimate concern but yeah. it's still not going to change much because what are you going to do with blood for example although you could also say that in in situations where um let's say they are sending blood or whatever supplies because it's not just blood that they i mentioned that they also send agricultural products to farmers so i believe in the future they might decide okay let's do more than just blood so this i'm just thinking about situations where i mean in war people people block supply chains mm-hmm. fiscal supply chains because of like civil war um starvation was a strategy so people can block supply chains so in very very dire circumstances where people need to get help very quickly then i think this could be a very serious problem but then that's like a worst case scenario perhaps in a very very i don't know it's almost like a worst scenario for that to happen but yeah yeah i, I wouldn't put it past terrorists yeah <laughs> terrorists go to great length to to really mm-hmm. instill terror in people exactly. so but yeah it's it's actually it's actually an interesting innovation and I, i would actually like to see more of this become commonplace right you want to get something from an instagram vendor for instance yeah. and a drone is delivering it to you right like so but, many many possibilities but they are still the Wait, same concerns fast? even if you know it becomes commonplace mm, but yeah. if somebody wants to deliver your iphone <laughs> Uh-huh. And somebody intercepts the drone. <laughs> so now, so if if it depends mm, on how the drone flies, right? If it flies like a jet, okay. for yeah. instance, that just lifts up uh-huh. and is able to just over in the air, then come down straight. So it doesn't. Say you say it's out of sight, right? So mm-hmm. it doesn't come into uh, any okay. field of vision of anybody's vision yeah. until it gets to the uh, exact, exact location. location. Yeah. Thank God for. Uh, the Nifemi wrote something about uh, plus codes okay. in mm-hmm. 2020. Google Plus codes. It's like a digital address yeah. where they're able to pinpoint an exact location oh, okay. of you. Where it doesn't have to be number Kinikon so so and so street. Okay. And in Nigeria, number Kinikon so so and so street will land you somewhere else okay. most of the time. I mean, you get to a place and you say, "Oh, just pass that roundabout." Exactly. Turn like this. Then turn mm. like this. Then not turn left. I have two questions. Wait, let me let me calm down. So, it I not drop down straight to your doorstep. Okay, first Good. question, yeah. can they be hacked? Because Oh, yes. That's there's technology concern. that could do that. There mm-hmm. there's also the fact that for example, with planes you can once you have the equipment, you can know when an airplane is in your radar or something. Can they get equipment like that? Mm. Well, possible. I, those drones actually work So the kind of criminals you are referring to have they have to be very 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 organized deliberate yeah and i think small small deliveries like that are not in their i know in their radar kind of <laughs> mm, exactly because um, amazon and walmart have they are already testing stuff like that mm. in the us so i think it's important that at some point we i mean we, we keep on talking about how to leapfrog all the challenges that we have in africa so mm. This is one of it. The whole infrastructural challenges that we're having. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, but, but 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 for me, I think if the if it's later becomes commonplace, mm. <laughs> and I know where the drone is landing exactly, I'll yeah. just come and say it's my cutlass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why why would you why would you want to do but that? But why you come now to say cutlass for God's sake? So anybody wait, that wants to touch I, my drone, oh, I will <laughs> go and meet it by myself. <laughs> so yeah. No, but I I get what Bolu is saying, man. The the reverse case is someone has been observing you. Uh-huh. Drone has come to deliver something to you exactly. once. Say okay, come the second time. Okay, <laughs> come. It will just plan you. The next time it comes, the fourth time, mm. we'll just be waiting for you. Okay, as you are dropping it, you are far. So, exactly. Uh, so. But 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 as far as, I mean, Nigeria is not as bad as that yet. Hopefully, mm. <laughs> I'm saying this with mm. hope in my heart. Hopefully, even though I barely believe it, but Nigeria is not as bad as that yet. Is it? I mean, it should be happening with delivery drivers already. Yeah, yeah, no, incidents is like that, and, and it's, in, it's interesting because they cannot, at me. they cannot because no longer you eat your said, chicken. You just said my uh, my concerns because this is this is human beings we are talking about. They can do and undo. There's nothing. So you're not gonna buy radar equipment <laughs> to just tracking for drones. chicken, chicken Republic food. No, now. It's not just food. You could be delivering things. You could be delivering, yeah, delivering several things. IPhone, an iPhone, cocaine. But well, then think about it. <laughs> if it's not like there this, are some drones, you will not no deliver that that here, please. Like mm. you will not deliver a two hundred thousand dollar diamond ring like that. No, even if you do, even if you do that. So think about it. When the drone leaves, but you may not know the content of the drone. And That's if you don't know the content of the drone, what's the use of hacking it? Exactly. Because. Most of them, they could also be um, done in a way that they just self-destruct. The moment someone else um, gets a mm. self-destruct, my But like, imagine you having to track. Okay, so let's imagine Jumia, for example, is using drones to deliver stuff. That's like uh, they probably are going to be doing a million plus deliveries in a month. That's like a million drone movements that you have to be tracking. And well, that's a lot of work. Yeah, and I, and I think um, it's it sounds interesting, it sounds nice, but it will still take a while before this becomes commonplace because I'm sure you know technology like that does not come. Hardware technologies generally they don't come. They cheap don't come cheap, yeah. At all. Yeah. yeah. There's if you want to know all about the whole drone thing and how. Is it, we don't even call it drone. We call it unmanned Man, aerial vehicles, right? UAVs. Yeah. So we actually interviewed uh, a startup building UAVs from Nigeria, Kifta Technologies, and what they're doing is awesome. And there are lots and lots of insights for you to. So we have a video on YouTube, and we have an article we're we'll linking to that in the description. Yeah, Kifta Technologies. Then of course, Zipline is doing stuff, interesting stuff with uh, drones. Then. You also have Live Bank doing it the old-fashioned way, delivering blood to people, and yeah, so many innovations, so many things to talk about, and from there, with drones, with different things that you're thinking about, we're also thinking about Web three, <laughs> <laughs> and how people are losing money up and down every other week. Every other week, <laughs> Bolu, Bolu, when last did you come here with good news about Web three? Okay. No, okay. be honest with yourself before you enter the story for today. Mm. When last did you come here with good news apart from our blockchain event? Don't lie. It's been a while, man. Uh, it has, it has, it has, it has been a while, but you know, it's next year will be different. I promise. 
Let's see if I said before, before. I promise on behalf of the Web3 community. Or <laughs> yes, on behalf of them. On behalf of the Web3 community. Yes. I promise on behalf of them mm-hmm. that things will be better. Yes, okay, be so better. you found the WhatsApp group where all the hackers have been hiding. <laughs> yes. yes. I decided to beg them. You decided to beg them. Okay, in case you're wondering why I'm grilling Bolu as usual, I decided not to grill him last week. Thinking that they've repented. <laughs> See, today now we'll start again. So there's a hack. Now, we talked about hacking drones. Now, think about hacking Web3. Now, he's going to tell me that he hacked Web2 with Web3. I mean, you hack Web3 with Web2. <laughs> well, technically, yes. that is what happened again. Yeah, well, so, again. I don't believe you. <laughs> so, well, it's the same company that was hacked last month. Last, no. Last month was not April. That was act in April, April 25 for $2.4 million. That's about something, something. That's about $1.4 billion. Okay. <laughs> and today again, they have asked them again. You know, how much? Rich people having rich people problems. Well, I'm, I, the thing does not really pay me, honestly. <laughs> I don't know why. It's not really paying you. It's, it's giving you joy to be announcing this bad news. Well, not really, but for the Almighty Web, you, for, of course, for some reason, um, you kind of don't really feel bad for these people because you feel they are very extremely wealthy, and what has been stolen is just like a drop in the bucket for them. But it's still, it's still quite painful. So this time around, um, it's it was two hundred Ethereum, two hundred ETH worth of NFTs that were stolen from the Yuga Labs Discord channel. Someone was able to get access to the discord channel and posted phishing links some people clicked nice and one, nice one. 200 you know it's very funny eh? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like no matter how wealthy you become in this world that greed in humans will always catch you because why you they click phishing link <laughs> on top of the money you get why why and I think, okay, but to be honest, I think most of the people that have this, well, let me just give a breakdown of Yuga Labs and what they do. So Yuga Labs is the company behind the popular, if not one of the biggest NFT collections, the Bird Ape Yacht Club, the Mutant Apes, and most recently, Other Side. All those pictures <laughs> of apes you see online. Exactly. And generations are going to laugh at us. Mm-hmm. It is Yuga Labs that is behind all those things. Yuga Labs, they call themselves a Web3 company, a blockchain company. They recently raised... Web3 artists. They recently raised $450 million in March. And now they are valued at over $4 billion. Okay. And this, this company started barely a year ago. What's, what's your product exactly? Apart from hosting board API. What is that product? Okay, so recently they released the other side. The other side is going to be more of um, Why is it gaming. sounding like Stranger Things? <laughs> 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 exactly, exactly. So, th- you know, like, they do weird stuff. Like, you see those board apes now, the mutant apes, you see that they are looking very weird. So that's kind of like what So the other Yuga side Labs. is like the land of the board apes. Yes, it's like more like gaming, okay, metaverse-ish okay. kind of stuff. So yeah. that's basically that's what they do. Product. Yes, and I think and people are paying for it. <laughs> that's <laughs> their product. And then when you think like no, not even, pe- not even people paying for them. Like 
someone invested or a group of humans invested that much in 450 million yes that was i mean exactly i was about to ask you but thank god you answered <laughs> well, i'm here for you today <laughs> 450 million yes 450 wow. million dollars and like that valuation has to be mentioned such a short period of time. You don't know really, what this is, is saying. Come it's, on. It's, it's really come off it. It's really <laughs> crazy. But for the people that invested from what we've seen so far, most of them have I'm sure they've gotten okay. their investments back. Okay, let's come back to the issue at hand. There was yes, a hack. There was a hack. By who? So they decided to add them two hundred ETH and that's around three hundred and sixty thousand dollars. That's around okay. two hundred and sixty million era. How did the hack happen? So the hack, like I said, someone got hold disc- of, of their Discord, their Discord channel. channel. The, the manager of the Discord channel, someone was able to get hold of his account and posted phishing leaks. Exactly just what happened with their Instagram the last time. And then people clicked this link and they lost their Ethereums. And it's it's crazy this the third time is happening so right? excuse me there's something that is not adding up to me right mm. i click on a phishing link yeah on the discord channel mm. how does it steal my ethereum ethereum is supposedly stored on the blockchain isn't it exactly so how did it get to the blockchain if the blockchain is so so okay. there's nothing wrong with being it being stolen from the blockchain no. okay i'm not saying there should not be flaws with new technology <laughs> okay it's okay. the way you people have carried this blockchain thing. all right exactly. <laughs> by no, the way no, no. by the way i'm okay. also a fan of web3 i love innovations and i love new technologies but paul answer my question all right how did you see one, one thing one way i always describe the blockchain to people is blockchain is like a titanium alloy safe a 15 inch thick titanium titanium alloy safe right it's almost impenetrable but then if someone tricks you to get the key and you give them the key and they enter is it the is it the door that is not good or is it because you were tricked that's what most people don't understand when it comes to the blockchain most times when we see these things happen it's usually because someone is just smart enough to get access so it's not about so they were able, they to, were able their, to break in. So they were able to get their access passwords and username from so, that phishing link. So the thing with some of these links is once you click them, you are basically signing off on your some of exactly. So uh, those links have embedded in them things like that. Mm. You understand? So that's basically what happened. So it's not as if the blockchain is not. Um, immutable again or some people have found some people are just really well i would say they're they're just really smart enough so what's what's happening here like i said last time is hacking web3 through web2 discord is a web2 platform Mm -hmm. it's a normal username password platform someone was able to get boris wagner's i don't know hack is whatever and then they got hold of his discord so hypothetical scenario so hypothetical scenario imagine discord was a web3 social media platform mm. would this not still happen I, I don't think i don't think it will why not okay it can it can it, it can still tricking, happen it's exactly trick, uh, exactly it, as long as you can always get people to click on these links mm. it can always happen oh. just like it won't happen in the same way where someone is able to get access and then become the like admin of a group or the manager of a discord channel 
it will be through another route, right? Yeah. The major thing is just get people to click those links. Once you, once you can get them to click those links, mm-hmm. that's the end. But I think it would be harder if it was a Web3 platform. See, a platform where you only need, normally Web3 platforms, you don't usually need username and password. You just need a wallet. Your wallet is your profile. Just like OpenSea. To open OpenSea now, you only need MetaMask. The MetaMask is like your profile. Mm-hmm. You need to connect your MetaMask to OpenSea. You don't need a username, you don't need a password. Okay. Right? That's how, that's how simple it is. How do you register on OpenSea? What? You don't need to register on OpenSea. Once you have MetaMask as a Chrome extension, and then you open OpenSea. How do you register on MetaMask? You see? <laughs> All right. Registering MetaMask is very easy. Just Google MetaMask. Mm-hmm. And that's another do way you people. Use your email? <laughs> no, no, no. You don't need email. You don't need what do you use to register? You don't need anything. Just, just register. Just, re- just open. Really? Me- just so open MetaMask. No personal information. Oh, that no. Okay. No, no that, that's that's some of the advantages of Web three, right? You don't need uh, no need for KYC. Nobody needs to know your name. Nobody needs uh-huh. to. Yes. Which actually makes <laughs> it doesn't reduce the, the safety. You can see. It doesn't reduce the safety. It's because you've not tried it. There's, you know. I, I don't really know. Maybe, maybe I should have prepared more for you people. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. So there was NFT hack. I didn't know I would come for you. Okay, guys. So it's, I'm just wondering. Uh, in the last, let's say, four or five months, okay. there has been a lot of NFT hacks. Okay. And yes, we know that uh, following the pandemic, cybersecurity attacks increased. Mm-hmm. But I'm just curious, is anybody doing the research to like show us what portion of these cybersecurity attacks are on Web3 products or Web3 platforms? Yes, I think to an extent, Genalysis did that last year. They, sh- they, they, sh- they did a report that showed just how much crypto scams were going on. And they were large, right? I think there were billions of dollars in crypto scams last year. Obviously, but when you compare this to normal fiat scams, mm-hmm. when you compare, it's you just it's can't even compare. Are you sure? Cri- yes, no. So I'm not in is uh, what scams in this crypto space are like the pale in comparison compared to like. Don't normal. also forget that the adoption rate for crypto is nothing compared to adoption rate for fiat. So if they are within <laughs> how many years they are already doing like billions of dollars of when you scams. Say, when you mm-hmm. say adoption rate for fiat, yes, there is, there is no single person in this world okay. who does transactions mm-hmm. who does not use fiat at this moment. Is it, yeah. So what mm-hmm. are the, what are that are naturally the number of scams will be higher. Would be higher because you mm-hmm. have more people using fiat than okay. there are people using. Makes sense. So do we have up to 10% of the world's population using cryptocurrencies or uh, Web3 infrastructure? Okay, so according to the report by Chainalysis, when we we talk about scams that were done in the crypto space, when Mm. you compare um, legitimate transactions and transactions that are illegitimate, Mm. the difference is actually really high. There are more legitimate transactions when it comes to the crypto space. I think Mm. about 80% also if i'm not wrong than than um fiat no like still in the crypto space okay. I'm, I'm talking about the crypto space now uh-huh. when we talk about transactions that are illegitimate and transactions that are legitimate the legitimate mm. ones are higher uh, of, if it's not if it's not higher do you think anybody will be <laughs> okay okay no way let's let's stop grilling you have done well you have done well 
defender yeah, so. of the <laughs> defender of the metaverse of the yeah 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 so bull is not just interested in web3 he's also interested in anything imagine tech so ai robotics and first and a lot of that so yeah check out his series people in emerging tech emerging tech <laughs> and uh, yeah but i think the key thing key takeaways whether it's web 3 web 2 or web 5.0 the <laughs> biggest loopholes will always be people yeah. in 2020 i wrote an article about how companies are actually like the biggest loophole no matter how secure feel like build the biggest cyber security infrastructure people your employees your customers will always be that weakly so in terms exactly. of cyber security there's more cyber security starts with educating people and more and not and less of the technology you're using to secure mm. so as like bolu explained the titanium safe yeah just just tell me your password <laughs> and i will open the safe no matter how strong it is simple as that so like, if someone tricks you exactly it, that's the end so that's that's like the key takeaway from this so i don't want you to rest and just be overconfident in the fact that web3 is unhackable no <laughs> you could be tricked you could be gaslighted a lot of things could happen right so yeah that's pretty much it apart from people in my region tech we've started our new series we mentioned it in our last podcast episode so chingozi remind us very quickly okay equity merchants equity merchants about yeah. talking about we are going to talk about investments equity like basically anything about the investment part of running a startup in africa mm, very so. cool anime yeah everyday people you're talking to everybody like anybody you can think of anyone and everyone that does anything with tech how you interact with tech how you use tech whether it's usual whether it's mundane anything else that you can think of that you use tech for mm. we're going to be talking to people about it and comes out every friday 9 a.m 9 a.m west african time cool 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 so yes um that reminds me there's also east africa weekly coming out every wednesday 9 a.m west african time everything you need to know about tech and innovation in east africa strong focus and don't forget we're continuing our range of series we have expat and african with uluwanu femi kolawoli and also how i work is also back and check out the story we published on I Monday. Yeah, seen the one. Koti Koti yeah. how do you pronounce that? Court Court. That is why I said check out the story. Now you put money somebody's name. Okay, guys. Sorry Koti. <laughs> All right guys, so that's that's a good one. Let's just let them what you think about this Zipline's launch in Kaduna. Do you think that was a very very good market for them? And also what do you think about NFT hacks and web3 hacks as it were? and what, what what would be the best approach to solving this whole issue of cyber security so let us know you let's let's hear your thoughts with the hashtag techpointafrica podcast on twitter and you can email us with the email podcast at techpoint.africa and if you're listening to us for the first time or you've listened to us and you've not been sharing to your friends and well wishers but look take it up okay you can find us on google podcast apple podcast <laughs> twitter spotify and anywhere else you can find your podcast all right thank you nice so nice 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 all right bye bye people bye bye, bye.